This episode is brought to you by adamandeve.com. Offer code sexnerd. Okay, we finally have a sponsor that's sex toys. So now I can actually talk about sex toys and you'll actually know where to get them. It's so helpful. Oh, it's very nice. Anyway, if you go to adamandeve.com and type in sex nerd when you check out, guess what? You get 50% off one item. That's gold, friends, because I've talked to you about the Wee Vibe for $149.95. Uh, and so. off. You can do math. We love math here. Three free DVDs. You get those too. And even if they're like not your style, there's always that one magic moment on a DVD where you're like, okay, this is pretty hot. You know, like there's always that one moment. So I'm just saying you get three free DVDs. You know, who knows? And then you also get free shipping. So please go to adamandeve.com. Type in sex nerd because I know you're a sex nerd. We're all sex nerds here. You're in a safe place. We're all here together. I understand. Um, But yeah, the Wee Vibe. Actually, we've made this new product called Touch, which is this awesome handheld vibrator that's great because it's rechargeable and super strong. It has two motors, not just one. It's engineered very quietly. Um, and so if you want that, it's 89 bucks. And flashlights, hey, it's also fun for practice for those virgins out there. And those are $69.95 to $79.95. I was shopping. So to recap, you get four awesome things if you go to adamandeve.com. You get 50% off one item. You get three free DVDs, free shipping, and a super secret gift. Super cool. And it also feels like a hug to us here at Sex Nerd Sandra because you supporting us, we really appreciate it. When I say we, I mean Dave and me. And sometimes I just mean me. <laughs> Shut up, Dave. Uh, anyway, adamandeve.com. Do it. Offer code sex nerd. Now entering Nerdist.com. Welcome to the Sex Nerd Sandra Podcast. Whoa, what are all these kids doing in here? Hey, if you're under 18, go ask your mom. Now that we're alone, let's start the show. Ah, sex nerds. Hello. Welcome to the Sex Nerd Sandra podcast. Welcome. I'm your host, Sandra Doherty. And here's my co-host, Dave Ross. Dave Ross. Dave Ross. Dave Ross. Dave Ross. I'm like a, I'm like a Pokemon. I can only say my name. <laughs> Dave Ross? <laughs> Let's I'd, try that for a little while. Let's I'd see like if it works. i that in bed. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> that would be... Okay, if it were planned, it'd be funny. But mm. if I just sprung that on somebody, it would be fucking <laughs> weird. They, uh... She's just like, harder, harder, Dave Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Sandra Doherty, Sandra Doherty. Dave Ross, Dave Ross, Dave <laughs> Ross, Doherty. Dave Ross. Um, today, uh, remember when I came into the studio and we were going to talk about blowjobs and instead we talked about my high school reunion the whole time? Yes, I do remember that. That was fantastic. This is us reconciling that. Okay. Yeah, today's the day. It's the reckoning. <laughs> the blowjob reckoning. <laughs> Finally. We're coming for you. Yeah. No, we're not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this knowledge is coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we're coming for you. Sandra and Dave travel the country <laughs> demanding blowjobs. I just like to watch. What? No. Well, it's not like you could get one. Could well, you? I could, Give a penis? I could strap it on. Sure. You know. Well, yeah. Oh. Sorry, I didn't mean to assume <laughs> that, that you can't get a blowjob if you don't have a penis. Clit's just a tiny penis. And I have I have hooked up with girls who have a clit that, uh, I mean, it's not penis-sized, mm-hmm. but like, and probably not even small penis, very mm-hmm. small penis size, but it was like long. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Really long. Yeah. I've hooked up with girls that are like, I'd be going down on them and I had like a lot of clit in my mouth. That's awesome. Now I really want to get into this more, but. I wish I remembered who it was. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that's actually a little depressing that I don't remember who it was. Wow, you've gone down on a lot of women. I uh, I was at my buddy's house the other day. Uh, going down on him? Going down on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, I didn't know you had a vagina. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's where I got this story. Um, no, I was hanging out with my friend and his girlfriend, and we were going over uh, sexual histories. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were like, we were stoned and they were like, it will be, this will be fun. Just like go one by one down, like just list all the girls that you've slept with. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I did pretty well, but I didn't remember like three or four of them. And oh, I, like you made the list and then realized you had to go back. Yeah. Well, like, okay. Well, there were, I missed a few mm-hmm. and I didn't remember a couple of their names oh. and I find that so depressing because they're all important in one way or another. And it's not like I slept with hundreds of people I've slept with. 25 or something mm-hmm. like that yeah dave's number now we know <laughs> it might be it might be a little less or a little more i'll have to mm-hmm. go over it but it's somewhere around that yeah, well i mean i remember i had uh dinner with two female friends a while ago and we all made our lists and, and we compared lists and definitely there was a, a point where it's like oh wait a minute oh i missed one oh, or i'd get a text next week oh i missed that one because I, I was the keeper of the list so oh. i have the list that's fun it's crazy that I mean I never would have thought that that would be that that would happen to me. You know, like we should remember every sexual escapade because those are supposed to be a highlight in our life, so that should be on the forefront of our mind. It's- sure. I mean, I guess, I guess actually, as I get older, like the ones that ha- that are happening like later and later in my life, it are less and less of a big deal if I forget them because because that's the case for the other person too you know like i've had some random hookups mm-hmm. where we both just wanted to fuck you know mm-hmm. um that weren't that but there are like you know it probably has something to do with the fact that i was awkward for a long time so every time i got laid was like oh my god yeah. i can't believe this and uh and now uh, that i don't remember them that's just weird people's numbers vary so much i yeah there's all sorts of numbers out there yeah, there's so many numbers. <laughs> Pi, now there's a number. Oh my, yeah. Wow. How many people have you slept with? Pi. <laughs> <laughs> it's like three. Pi amount of people. Uh, three penetrations and one like awkward kiss. <laughs> one tip that uh, went on forever. A <laughs> <laughs> tip that went on forever. I like that. Oh my goodness. Anyway, so uh, today we're going to be talking about blowjobs. Blowjobs. Uh, I'm just going to say that every now and then. I was recently on Freddie and Eddie's podcast. Uh, they were uh, Alicia and Ian. They came on our Spicy It Up show. And, I remember them. Yeah, they were very fun. And their podcast is behind the white picket fence. And I talked about anal sex. And they were great at structuring their podcast. And I was so inspired by that. Like, oh, I just sort of, we just come here and I have notes and we chat and chat and chat. But sometimes, gosh darn it. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about blowjobs and, and our feelings and thoughts about them for about you know the first part. And then sure. we're going to go into actual techniques and anatomy and whatnot. Like what to do Up with and balls. down. What else is there? Uh, crying. Crying? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, for me, certainly. Tears of joy, Tears of joy <laughs> on this end. Uh, so, yeah. I'm more of a giver, and you're more of a receiver, Dave, sure. as we've yes. established. I have never given a blowjob. That is true. Right. And, and you've I, never received one. Have you received one? I have received uh, 
strap on blowjob before. Did you find that um, arousing? Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Like what? Um, I mean, that seems. I don't understand. I I really don't. Um, I mean, strap on blowjob is is a whole thing, but I mean, visually. It, visually it like sure it. but yeah. there's also you'll notice this like in blowjob classes that i teach a lot when you strap it on a female right just for educational purposes to have someone to and plus it's like giggly and everyone's like having a good time when they strap it on their body posture changes and there's something about having a phallus attached to the body where you go whoa you just get you it just lead with your dick yeah it's just like yeah it it causes you to stand different and there's this odd ghost sensation you get from strapping on really yeah, so maybe I should strap one on. It it it's kind of like nothing. it's kind of like when you see someone, you know, I don't know, get hit hit their hand with a hammer. You kind of feel it too, and there's something right. about that where you, you see you have this attached to yourself, so you can get these tingles, the genital tingles from the blowjob. Plus, of course, for sensation purposes, you're pressing the base right up into the vulva and whatnot. Like placement of the strap on is very important. Sure. And then there's just the connection of who's doing it to you and their eye contact and that they're enjoying it. It's, it's Well, that's the thing. Yeah, receiving a, a blowjob is uh, one of the hottest things in the world. I mean, obviously, I, I actually uh, don't normally get off uh, receiving a blowjob if I'm not watching the person do it. Right. I and mean, some people really need that visual. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I'm really glad you asked about the strap-on thing because it reminds me that so much of a sex act isn't just... The, the nerve endings. Right. There's so much more to the enjoyment of the act besides just that. I mean, if we're just about touching it, touching it, touching it, coming. It wouldn't matter who you were with yeah. at all. And you could do that by yourself. When I talk about pleasuring someone, I generally yes. we'll talk about the person's body mm-hmm. and their experience. And I leave who you're attracted to and who's actually doing that up to the person. So I'm not saying this is... I'm talking about penises, biological, attached to the body, penises from birth, whatnot. And, uh, well, technically, you could also have a blowjob if you had that surgically changed. Eh, you uh, could. Fuzzies. But, but that's something that you're not completely familiar with yet, I yeah, suppose. I'm, I'm curious about that. I mean, all nerve endings feel good. And it all, it's all there. But anyway. So today we'll be talking about, what you're saying is we're going to be talking about the giving sucking. and receiving to a uh, Penis, yeah, yeah biopenis. Um, biopenis, which like some that. which some people don't like that term either. But I'm going to say it, biopenis, because it's helpful to clarify. Um, but that who's actually doing the sucking and playing? That's up to you. Whether you're straight, gay, experimenting, doesn't matter to me. Point is to sure. to find pleasure in it. Yeah. So, okay. First of all, what's up? I mean, I know we had our BJ's A Love Story show with uh, Mary, who talked about how she had hated blowjobs at first and then came to love them. I really enjoy giving head because for me, it's about, to me, it's almost like an, it's like an art. It's, to me, giving someone pleasure with my mouth and hands. It's, it's like, for me, it's really nerdy. And it's like all these places I can play and experiment. And, and the person almost becomes like an instrument where depending on what you do and how you pace yourself and what motions you do, you can hear them sighing and moaning and getting more excited and not. And, and it's, it's this really interesting game and this sort of loop. I really like that. I love that attitude a mm-hmm. lot uh, because I feel like I, I, I feel like there's a lot of, 
I mean, I don't know. I'm, I can't give a percentage, but a fair amount of the time when I, I'm uh, getting head, my partner at that time will. I mean, I have to say, I, I have to explain this somehow. I, I, uh, it, t- I got like uh, probably twenty blowjobs before I actually came from it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's weird. It's like awkward and uncomfortable for me. I'm not totally, you know, I don't know why. I really mm-hmm. don't know why. Mm-hmm. And uh, so sometimes I won't be. It'll take me a little bit to get mm-hmm. into it, mm-hmm. and uh, a girl will take it personally. Mm-hmm. You know, totally. And uh, and I, I wish uh, that that it was easier to convey that attitude to people that it's just fun. You know, because every, I don't know. There's so much opportunity in a blowjob to get uh, self conscious that you're doing it wrong or whatever. Totally. The awkward silence where everyone's in their own head while the sex act's going on. You can Am I listen. doing this right? Am I doing this right? Yeah, but you can hear yeah. each person doing it separately. Yeah. And when I get out of my own head and notice that they're doing the same thing, I'm like, this is not going well. Usually I'll pause and be like, let's do something else or let's cuddle for a little bit. Right. Regroup. But I do like that, the game thing. Like, like I don't know. Let's make it a game. Just both of you in your own head. Mm-hmm. Let's make this a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what I can do. Who cares what the outcome is? It's not a. It's not a, whether you win or lose. It's uh, you know, well. Um, how you play the it's, penis? It's how you play the penis. Yeah, playing the penis. The title of this episode. Play, yeah. Oh, we've done it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'll probably just call this blowjobs or it, iTunes is really interesting. How they'll asterisk things out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, you were talking about this game, this game that you play. The game that I play called uh, Suckin' Cock. I really like the word cock. I know I've talked about that before, but it's my favorite. I'm getting into it. Yeah. Cock. Instead of dick, yeah. Instead of dick, yeah. yeah. Mark Marin berated me into <laughs> calling it a cock instead of a dick. It's true. <laughs> oh, good times. Memories. Um, but in terms of attitudes, I know a lot of people have, as forgivers, have issues with feeling subservient or being being afraid of the taste thing. Are you ever afraid of the way you taste? No. No? Never. Like, I like that you're not concerned with that. I would say a lot of people who go down on males can have some hesitance around the taste factor. But there's also there's the skin taste factor. That's the pre-cum taste. There's the cum taste. Yes. And general scent. Uh, sure. I mean, <laughs> it makes sense. It's a part of your body. Totally. Got to bathe, guys. <laughs> Bathe yourself. Yeah, get up in there, behind the balls, work it out, between the cheeks, everywhere. Yeah. Wash yourself. Yeah. Wash yourself. Wash yourself. Masturbate in the shower. It's a really yeah. easy way to clean your penis. Yeah, it's fun, right? It is fun. Multitask. I was told that you're not supposed to do that because you can get soap in uh, to your urethra, it but it's never happened to me. Or maybe it has, and that's uh, why <laughs> I got that UTI that one time. <laughs> Did, have you had a UTI? I got a UTI so bad once. Actually... It was terrible. I uh, I had just moved to Fresno and I had just started sleeping with this girl and we weren't using condoms. Mm-hmm. And uh, after we'd slept together like five or six times, I it started burning insanely bad when I peed and uh, I was getting this like yellowish discharge. Oh yeah, so I WMD'd it and decided that I had gonorrhea, had a panic attack, went to the doctor and mm. it turned out that I had just like a horrible bladder infection. Had you been doing anything, like rubbing it around her uh, anal opening, or no? Do you know? No, I haven't. I mean, I did some more reading about it, and like, there's a chance that it wasn't just a bladder infection; that it was a male uh, yeast infection. Ooh, you can get like 
juices from a vagina into mm-hmm. your penis and it can react mm-hmm. interestingly with your anatomy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you have a female partner who tends to get a lot of yeast infections and you're not using condoms, there is a chance that your penis has a yeast infection that you're not aware of and you keep reinfecting her. So if you have a partner that has a lot of yeast infections, you might want to see a doctor and double check that. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's important. Yeah. Uh, so taste wise. Yeah. Smell and just skin taste, wash yourself. Like if you've been on a date for a few hours, you went to a movie, you had dinner, you're coming back. When you, you know, go over to the restroom, you might want to just freshen up your balls a little bit. Just, you know. Just Seriously. I don't, the sink. that might sound weird to a lot of people, uh-huh. but I'm doing that tonight. Yeah. After our show. Yeah, absolutely. Because mm-hmm. I don't know. There's no guarantee that I'm going to hook up with uh, this girl that's coming to the show. Sweet. But I'm still, you know. A long day. It's sweaty. You know what I mean? Totally. I mean, I've got these non or these sensitive, non-scented baby wipes, both by the bed and in my bathroom, so I can just give it a nice little refresh. Yeah. I have a huge bucket of candle wax that I just <laughs> dip my penis in, and I just and then it, the candle wax slides off, and it's all clean. That was a lie. It was a total lie. Um, come taste wise, I mean, some people tend to be bitter, so I would say stay hydrated. Huge tip is just really drink a lot of water. It will definitely help your secretions. And if you eat a lot of meat or smoke or whatnot, we've talked about this before, but try and integrate more fruit into your diet. Sweeter things are going to help you taste a little better. You know, if you're concerned about that, mainly though, people who are worried about someone coming in your mouth, they don't have to come in your mouth and it's okay yeah. to be like, Hey, tell me before you're going to come. Okay. Like, it's okay to say that. And totally if, okay. And if you're with a partner who keeps on not telling you, even though you've requested, that is a serious sign of disrespect. Absolutely. It's a request you made. They've got to respect it. Yeah. I was at, I was teaching a blowjob workshop recently. One of the women's like, what about if he just doesn't tell you? I keep asking and he doesn't tell me. He doesn't tell me. I'm like, well then you need to stop giving him a blowjob. I mean, yeah. Like you don't have He's to do not, these things. Uh, playing by the rules that yeah. you've set. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's these should be positive experiences. If you feel Absolutely. like you have to do a thing, anything that makes you feel uncomfortable, just don't do it. Yeah, right. Yeah, or you know, like give it a shot, and then it, you know what I mean. Like don't let it ruin your day. Right, go out of your comfort zone. But if someone is doing things and not considering your needs in the sex act. Mm-hmm especially multiple times, that is a red flag to step back and maybe change what you're doing. If they won't change or take you into consideration, change what you're doing. Maybe not do it. And also, I really couldn't see, I don't know, I couldn't see getting upset uh, if a girl uh, didn't want me to, to come in her mouth. Because, I mean, there's so much hands in a in mm-hmm. a good blow. Like, a good blowjob for me involves a lot of hand work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean. I want to know more about that. Yeah, I am fickle with blowjobs for sure. They mm-hmm. don't always work. And I thought that I just didn't like them, that I was mm-hmm. broken somehow mm-hmm. for a lo- large part of my life. And then I got uh, a blowjob that really worked for me. I was like, oh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what worked versus not working? Well, for one thing, it it, it took, um, you know, it, it was like a slow move up to it. But when, when it got down to, to me being really turned on and like moving toward coming, like uh, repetitive movement like the same thing over and over again uh she was using both hands mm-hmm. and her mouth pepper, you did a pepper grinder pepper grinder type mm-hmm. thing yeah um and her mouth and was mm-hmm. just up and down mm-hmm. until i came um 
that I find that always works best for me. Uh, not too much tip also. I have an extremely sensitive tip. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like licking around the tip of my penis, I'm just like, okay, that feels good, but not orgasm good. Like right. just way too much sensation. And um, and the last thing that really did it was like I realized that that I really like to watch a girl go down on me. Mm-hmm. And that's really what puts me over the edge. I, I look down and I watch her and it, it has a lot to do with the shape of her body. I mean, not even, not even specific to that girl. What I mean is like paying attention to certain parts of the girl's body. I like, I find focusing myself, on the hotness. Yeah, absolutely. Like particular curves in different mm-hmm. places. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just like really into legs and butts. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Just super into legs and butts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you should listen to my podcast. Um, Legs and butts nerd Dave. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's that blowjob. I was like, oh, okay. Now I know what I like. Oh. I've I've had partners in the past who were not who had a very difficult time coming from blowjobs just in their sex history, and through letting it go, like, okay. I'm going to go down on this person and I don't care if they come or not. I just want to please them. And I would just just nerd out on on just different aspects. And over time, it might be eye contact or with one person. It was he realized that he needed to kind of be like touching my ass cheeks like he needed to be. Oh, that also helps. Yeah, yeah. it's nice to be. Well, because there's something I'm sorry for interrupting, okay. but there's something weird, at least for me, about only receiving Mm -hmm. i've never felt comfortable not uh it being a mutualist Mm -hmm. uh um experience Mm -hmm. so like i'm all touching and stuff and also um this is something that's always stuck in my head when i was uh when i was in high school uh junior and senior year i rode to school with my friend bobby he picked me up every morning um it was me my friend james and my friend gilbert and then we would drive our friend amy to school sometimes too Mm -hmm. She was very vocal about her sexual history. She lost her virginity before any of us, and mm-hmm. she just really wanted to talk about it all the time. <laughs> and uh, she uh, she told me once that she her her boyfriend had grabbed like had put his hand on the back of her head mm-hmm. as she was going down on him. And I don't remember if she said that he like was like pushing her head or not, mm-hmm. but he had his hand there. And when he did that. She got up and she was like, don't fucking do that. And like smacked him in the face. Oh, cause it was like abusive. She thought, mm-hmm. and that's always stuck in my head. So I have like a real, a serious terror of doing mm-hmm. that to girls. Cause I don't want them to feel like I'm, I don't know, saying I'm better than them or something or like that. using them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So interesting how he put all this extra baggage on something really simple. I, I mean, when someone's not into you, I call it face fucking just, Basically, when someone wants to just move their penis in and out of your mouth. I've never done that. It's it's handy. Sometimes you're just tired. You're just like, yeah, you do it. Uh, you know, like, yeah. And it's just, it's it's a section of the blowjob. It's not necessarily the whole blowjob. Sure. But it's, it's handy. No. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> act two. Okay. Yeah, act two. <laughs> this is the face fucking portion of our show. <laughs> um, we will face fuck. But... I think the, the the problem is when someone's not ready for it or that it's framed in such a way where they're sort of just taking over. Like right. you're, you're in the middle of your art. 
and suddenly they just want to be like, no, and then they just want to put their hand on the back of your head and go for it and use your mouth. That can be irritating. Yeah. Or offensive. Um, well, yeah, you're fucking with the game. Right. But at the same time, it's I find really important for there to be space for someone to do something like that because they're setting a very important pace and depth that they like. Now, of course, if they're going really deep and you're just hit, hitting your gag over and over, that can be, well, that's... That's, that's his playing with fire. Yeah. <laughs> and using your hand as a bumper is really important when that, that's going into play. But, um, but yeah, I, I've definitely found that... that like even in it's very porny, but to have someone straddle your face, or your straddle like the guy straddle your chest, and then kind of hold your head, like hold it like in a loving way, like oh, let me help support your head, or put a pillow under there, totally. and then actually like use your mouth, because then you can use your hands and do things and play with balls, and and you know you can kind of lay back and. I'm asked to do that. Yeah. Yeah, but of course it's you, that is assuming that you've already established mutual respect. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And everything's good in your relationship. It's definitely not a first date, right? Uh, no announcement thing to do. Yeah, I mean, when you have love and trust, and it's very handy, then you can start doing some really hardcore stuff. Sure. You know? And then cuddle after. I mean, that's just one type of sexuality, but I'm a fan. Um, okay, let's talk about the anatomy. Let's talk about what a penis has. And then what we've got to work with it to, to rock it out. Okay. So I realize that you might be at work right now or at the gym, but try and imagine a penis. Just penis. Put it, penis. It You're be- at work. Penis. God. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah. Stop. Yeah, stop everything you're doing right now and just think about cock in your just mind. think about cock. Yeah. Okay. It's hard. That was so- weird that I just said that that way. <laughs> Penis. Stop. No, right oh, now. Oh, that. I don't know if you heard me, but I was like, just think about cock. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> how you doing? Just think about cock. <laughs> Thoughts on cock. <laughs> okay. Dave Ross, comedian. I, I am. I'm sometimes concerned at the amount of your voice is in my head saying these crazy things. They're gonna become. That's gonna become your thinking voice <laughs> someday. It, well, I don't know. Should I get white or red? <laughs> This is kind of a special occasion. Maybe I get. Oh God, what's happening? I used to be Sandra. <laughs> Just it's on that podcast way too much. God, I really like that boy. I. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, do my thoughts in your voice. Oh, that'd be so much fun. I could do them as you're talking. I can do faint thoughts. Let's try this. <laughs> I don't, I'll, I'll try not to derail what you're well, talking. I really about. want to talk about cockheads right now. <clears throat> I don't want to talk about cockheads right now. <laughs> 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 that was enough for me to know that that would be really fun. Let's play with that sometime. We should. I would Let's love do to a do video that. on that. Oh, we should. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, get into the penis. Okay, cock head, right? Just like a very large uh, clit in terms of it has incredibly focused nerve endings and feels really good when you play with it, but can also be overstimulated because it's so sensitive. If you've got a foreskin, that's going to cover the uh, cock head, but when you get hard, it can be pulled back or it may stay over depending on the foreskin. Um, But the head may be more sensitive or be different than uh, circumcised penises, uh, depending on the person. So just take into consideration that difference. Uh, the shaft in itself is really fun to squeeze and whatnot. That that's an analogous to internally the, the vaginal canal. Sure. So it's just turned inside out. Well, basically. stuff is just fun to squeeze, isn't it? Though it is. Yeah, give it a good handshake. Yeah. Yeah. But I will say, um, 
there is a certain amount of, and this is just me, there's a certain amount of squeezing, amount of pressure that really takes me out of a blowjob or a handjob. When they... Like, like squeeze too hard. I like, especially like squeezing really hard and then like jerking me off. Is it a hurts. skin pulling or is that because it's too much pressure? Both. Mm-hmm. Skin pulling is the worst for Ooh. me. Um, just sort of like just Indian burning my penis. Moisture is so key. Absolutely. Mm. And I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I like a soft touch. Mm. That's what I'm into. Wait, I think we've done this before. Grip my forearm. The pressure that you like to get stroked. Like that. Really? Okay, Maybe no, a little bit less. That struck me. That struck I don't me. even like my skin to be pulled at all. Just like that. Okay, so he's gliding over my forearm. Like that would I'm be not a medium soft her. pressure. When the skin starts to get pulled, like that's okay. I'm like sort of, now I'm moving her skin a little bit, but not tugging on it. But when it gets to be like, Right. Y- yeah. Your preferred pressure is almost like when you squeeze a tomato to see if it's ripe. Sure. Maybe even less than that. Yeah. I mean, I my preferred, like, I honestly, I think what feels best for me is not pulling skin at all, just stroking the hands across the skin and letting it be there. No, just like a massage sure. where you lubricate the skin with oil or whatnot and and then rub so that you're not pulling skin as you're rubbing deeper. Would you think, do you think that lubricating the shaft when you're stroking? Absolutely. Would yeah, change no, things. I have done that. And yeah, it, it mm. definitely does change things. Yeah. Avoid the skin pulling. Yeah. I've, I mean, I've definitely talked to guys and, and slept with guys who like a lot of pressure, but then, but also there is that magic pressure that you can find with each person of how much they really like that pressure and go yeah, with just it. Just play around. Yeah. It's fun. Sometimes the light pressure is great and then switching it up and going back to it. And I would appeal to guys to say something. It's very uncomfortable for me. It's very difficult for me to say, like, don't do that. Because I feel like I don't want to say you. I don't want it to seem like I think that the girl doesn't know what she's doing. You know, I don't want her to retract by me mm-hmm. saying like that hurt or whatever. But I think that you need to speak up. Yeah. Speaking up in the right way is important. Um, I'd say for the hardest thing is to don't make it about them, make it about you. So I always say things. I, I, I encourage people to say things like, hey, I, I'm kind of particular. Oh, actually, that, that too. Can't I'm make kind it. of particular. <laughs> don't say that. Don't say that. Uh, I would prefer a woman, a woman that's not you. <laughs> that's, Aww. Well, that's what that sounds like. That's not what I meant. Yeah, and so that too sounds weird. I'm, I like to frame it in that I am a completely unique individual and I like I'm things. weird. I say that. Yeah, I'm, I'm weird. I'm weird. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Because I'll say uh, I'm very different than most females. This is kind of how I like it. Can I show you this pressure? And then grip their arm and jerk it off. And then they can look at you like, oh, you're at, that's right. You're on that podcast. <laughs> you, you're such a teacher in, <laughs> in bed. I mean, I, we've never slept together, but mm-hmm. from the way you speak, you're such a teacher. It's, mm-hmm. it's hilarious to me. It's it's a little bit it's difficult arousal the more I'm aroused the harder it is to because at some point oh, of you, course. you need to stop being a teacher and just being a be a partner yeah you know so I can't be a teacher in bed unless I mean well but I would imagine that the more you go on with with one partner mm-hmm. the uh, the less and less of figuring out and asking questions there is right and you there can be is. more and more in the moment but then I don't really like getting into a groove where you're only exploring one type of Sure. Pressure and movement and sensuality. So I like changing it up. I think mm. I, I think we all, if you're married to someone for 40 years, in year nine, you might want to try experimenting with, with a few different things and changing it up. So the underside of the cockhead has the frenulum, and that's where the foreskin is attached to the head. And that is incredibly sensitive. 
incredibly sensitive. And it's there whether or not there's a foreskin there. But it's really, I cannot explain. It's it's crazy how sensitive it is. And some people really like you playing with that and some people don't. So, But it's just be aware that that's there. And then tracing that down to the balls on the underside of the shaft, you're going to have this. I mean, do you find that the underside of your shaft is more sensitive than the rest of the shaft? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah? Yeah. What is that feeling like? Is, is it... Is it similar to the cockhead, or is it just no? It's not. It's um, it's actually sort of a, you know, uh, you know, the feeling of of someone lightly dragging their nails across your skin, mm-hmm. just like a little tingly, but really nice, mm-hmm. like that kind of times three. Ooh. Yeah, it's not actually extremely sensual. Like it's, it's arousing, but only lightly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's extra sensitive right there. Yeah. Um, the shaft actually goes into the body. And so behind the balls, you can actually feel more shaft. I think it's called the bulbous something or other, the shaft bulb something. bulb. All I know is it's back there and it's cool. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I love that there's more penis in the body. Yeah, that's great. The problem with penis... uh, You just got to access that. (laughs) Well, uh, you can access it by gripping the base of the shaft and gyrating slightly. Um, as if you're stirring like a thick pancake batter or something. Really? And then the penis extends? Well, what you're doing, no, you're just accessing it, meaning that by gyrating right at the base, you're you can also stimulate it. You're yeah. moving more of the shaft that doesn't usually get any action in the body. And that can feel really nice huh. uh, on the male body. So that's, that's an extra little fun thing to do. Sure. It's fun. Sure. This, this whole episode is, is tips and tricks. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but then, of course, you have the balls, which you've got the scrotum and then Well, maybe the you don't. Or you don't. <laughs> I did have one partner who was, um, who had had testicular cancer, so he only had one ball, one testes. Interesting. So that was really fun. It was, it was interesting because you had more scrotal sac to work with, and it was- Was it still uh, equally sensitive? Well, it was the very sensitive. Itself? Yeah, it was very. I mean, the skin was all there, and sure. the testes—you just only had one testes. So, right. you know. but um, for me, I like to tell people that just imagine it, for female bodies, especially that don't have that reference. Imagine if your ovaries were on the outside of your body. I mean, that you'd you'd be concerned too with someone getting too close to them. I mean, they're very oh, yeah. sensitive, and oh, if you yeah. handle them the wrong way, it can be whoa. Um, the scrotal sac is a lot like the. Uh, inner labia on the female so you can really tug on it and suck on it and play with it but it's got that sort of sensation i mean you know i figure you're gonna have either similar to a vulva you're gonna have similar to a penis or somewhere in between but you know just so you know that's kind of what it looks like and feels like um and then i don't know i i love the perineum i think it's a really fun place to play right behind the balls between the behind the balls into the ass that's the whole this is what people refer to as the taint yes Taint the balls, taint the ass. Perennium, I like better. Taint yeah. is such an awful sounding word. Yeah. What if there's another one that's really awful? Chode. Oh, yeah, gosh. Yeah, fucking terrible. Chode. It's so, I don't know, I, I find the body is something to honor. And Absolutely. so I don't spend my time making fun of it. I like to just, you know. I yeah, like, totally. Yeah. But yes, one may call it the chode. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's a ringtone. <laughs> one like, may call it the chode. <laughs> Sex nerd Sandra. Someone had tweeted at us that they wanted to cut cut out the the dirty talk uh, episode. They wanted to cut out the audience repeating the sexy words back to us and just have me <laughs> saying all the words as their ringtone. I was like, oh, whoa, yeah, that's a little forward. Penis, cock, 
harder. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I think it was a female, so it was fine. Okay. It's fine. I'm being sexist. Well, I mean, of. yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> Why is that fun? Um, if it's off-putting, it's off-putting. But yeah. I guess it wasn't so off-putting. So. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so these are some basic areas to work with on the body. Um, I mean, of course, anally, I mean, you can also play with it with the ass when giving a blowjob, uh, especially outside, just playing lightly. Mainly just make sure your, your fingers or your tongue are moist if you're using your hand on, on whatnot. Just, I second that. Yeah. So, how to, okay, what do we have to use during a blowjob? Okay, most people think tongue, Pliers. tongue, lips, hands. Wires? Pliers. Pliers. Whoa, that's, that's hardcore. But when you think about your mouth, you got to think about, okay, teeth maybe slightly, maybe just light grazing. Sure. Be careful. You can cover your teeth with your lips. Please do that um, for a lot of your major mouth movements. This the roof great. of your mouth is really important. That can be a fun one to play with. Yeah. You know, and even just the tongue itself. We've talked about this before. Hard tongue versus soft tongue. You can do, your tongue has many different, you know, it's like, what am I feeling like today? And it's your tongue, I'm feeling hard. I'm feeling lizard-like. I'm feeling <laughs> like licking an ice cream cone. Your tongue can do so many things. Um, the throat is also useful and the back of the tongue, very useful. But of course, if you have a strong gag reflex, We've talked about sword swallowers, right, before? No, I don't no? think so. Oh, in terms of the gag reflex and getting things deep into your throat, deep throating in general, I have, I'd never, I'd been fascinated by sword swallowers since I was little. And within the last six months, I've met three sword swallowers. Wow. Totally randomly separate, separate experiences. And I've asked every single one of them, how do you deep throat? How do you get something into your, deep into your body? And each one of them has been like, you just fucking do it. Like you just keep doing it. You th put things on your throat. You throw up a little bit. You do it over basically because they were committed to to learning the craft of sword swallowing, and they just charged through and learned and, and defeated their gag reflex, taught their body and themselves to Interesting. not gag. The hard part for me is that I come across so many people who have gag reflexes, are angry at their gag reflexes, and frustrated that they can't get past them. But the thing is. It's mind tricks. It's you can hold your breath. You can breathe out while you're doing it. You can breathe in. What you can yawn. You can try all sorts of things. But you can hold your left thumb down between. <laughs> Some people do that, like hold it in their fist, and that's supposed to help. There is no one way to deep throat. There just isn't. the The main thing is thinking about angles and geometry. You don't. Your mouth to your throat is a 90 degree angle if you want to actually get something in your throat you do need to elongate and lift your chin up so that your mouth and your throat are aligned that's important yeah. right dave yeah i mean that makes sense to me yeah it's very important i haven't tried to maybe i'll try yeah i have like a weird i i, I probably have like a horrible gag reflex just immediate because if you, this, oh man, I should not advertise this in such a public forum. Well, Because every time I tell this to a girl that I date, they just mm -hmm. never stop doing it. Uh-oh. If you touch my neck, uh -huh. I make a gagging sound. Are you serious? Yeah. Can I it's do it? It's really Can weird. Can please do it? Oh my God. See? Every single girl. Well, no, I mean, we're I recording. This, <laughs> this is for the children. Sure. Yeah, you can do okay, it. Okay. Wait. Come here. I, you're so far away. My microphone. I don't. Like, it's, I mean, my. Uh, my come here, Dave. Okay. <laughs> my instinct is to back up from Look, it. If you want, you can stick your finger I'm, in like, my throat. I'm terrified of. Come on, I'll touch your beard first. See, this is foreplay. It's for. Come here. You should just do it. Just. <laughs> Wait, was that the sound? Yeah, that was it. I wonder why you make that sound. It wouldn't have happened if it if I actually didn't know like when you were gonna do it. But if I had watched you, yeah. 
I'm not going to do it anymore. (laughs) Sometimes I'll do it like as uh, like a hand is coming toward my neck. I'll just go like (laughs) it's weird. Is is there fear of your throat being touched? Like what if yeah, I got punched in the throat when I was really young playing football and uh, and I think it's from that because like my Adam's apple got knocked back a little bit and it was like really messed up. But uh, or it might have been something else. I don't know. But I'm just like oh. That sounds exactly like what that was. <laughs> that sounds exactly like I think we've discovered the like, yeah. Sure. So, can someone kiss your throat? Like Yes. Okay. But just But it is a little weird when it gets over the Adam's apple area. Okay. Yeah. I knew someone who had been born prematurely and had spent a lot of time with a tube in their navel as an infant. Like oh. while they were so you cannot touch their navel. They will freak the fuck out if you touch them their belly button. So I mean people do have these little triggers and it's important to know your triggers. Sure. And and be able to let someone know if you freak out when they nibble on your ear that you have some sort of dog attack nightmare. <laughs> right. <laughs> Flashback. No, that's important. You know? So Yeah. Uh, I wonder I actually yelled at a girl recently, did I tell you that? No. I didn't mean to. I got bitten during sex. Oh, right, right, right. I got bitten a bunch of times. Yeah. And uh, I didn't want to be bitten. She wanted to bite me. I did not want to be bitten. And she continued to bite me. I have heard men complain that some of their partners in the past have just used their teeth a lot. And the hardest part also about giving a blowjob is if you were with someone who liked teeth or liked strong grabbing or liked something very unique or specific, if you go to your next partner and stay in that habit and not try and ease up on those habits... There's a good chance that they will be very uncomfortable with the blowjob that you give. So trying to just sort of go moderation in those. So you like someone who liked their balls being tugged on. Maybe not tug on the next person's balls. Maybe just stroke them lightly and see what they like. Because once you date someone for a while, you can start moving up the scale. Like, oh, they really like this. Or, oh. Yeah. The last girl I dated really liked when I spanked her ass hard. That doesn't mean you spank someone hard in the first five minutes of you making out. It's true. I've learned that the hard way. Yeah, it's important. Anyway, um, so techniques for using your mouth. I love one that I call the virgin. Actually, Dave, you're like the opposite of the virgin. You're like the dome head. You're like the dome mouth. What? Okay. So, <laughs> all right. So, I'm the dome mouth. Okay. Uh, so, these are two sides of this. Of when you use your mouth, you can dome it out, kind of open it up. So, like, let's say you have food in your mouth that you don't like, and you're like, "Oh, oh god, oh god!" You're like, I need to spit this out. That's called doming your mouth. I mean, Curving I call your that. Lips in. Well, not so much the lip curve, but it's how you open your mouth so that there's just a lot of space in your mouth. Uh huh. Okay. You just open it a lot but your lips might still be closed sure and someone like you might like a lot of lip pressure right below the head and moving maybe an inch or two below the head just edging on the crown which is the the widest part of the head and but the tongue inside the mouth may not be doing a whole lot in there it may be just resting on your head so there's not it's not just crazy inside the mouth sure okay so just doming it out um, whereas the virgin is one that I have really enjoyed um, experimenting with. and I mean, I'm sure this is in books. I've just figured this out as I've went along. But if you take your thumb and touch your tongue to the tip of your thumb, like, well, mm-hmm. come on, Dave. You know you want to do oh, it. Oh, okay. I was just watching you do it for All some right. reason. Touch your tongue to your lip. Your, uh, yeah, your yeah, right okay? okay. So then you pucker your lips around 
your tongue and meet your thumb at it. So sure. basically your thumb so is at your lips. Through the teeth mm-hmm. at your lips. Push your thumb into your mouth. And as your thumb goes into your mouth, keep your tongue resting at the tip of your thumb. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So as you go in, basically your thumb is feeling like it's pressed up against something the entire time. Your tongue is acting like the back of your mouth. I actually might like that. It's like moving as you go in. Yeah. The idea be- behind the virgin is that you're creating this tight, puckered lip situation. I mean, lots of moisture is helpful. But you're creating this this environment that doesn't necessarily want you in because it can't. It's just so tight. You're creating yeah. this tightness. Yeah. And so the penis feels like it's breaking into this area that's like never been explored before it's, 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 it feels very virginal in a lot of ways and and the tongue catching the tip of the penis is really important to keep that pressure on the tip so it feels like it's breaking in it's pushing yeah. through yeah and then when they pull out you push them out basically almost like how a baby will push out baby food when you, you know they'll take the food in and they'll go nah, yeah like that yeah. and so in and out you're creating lots of contact and pressure no matter where they're at. So I really enjoy that. In, um, I just felt really nerdy. I was like, oh yeah, it's called the virgin and, and you're creating all this sensation and, <laughs> and you're creating this sense, you're creating this sense of, of pressure. I, that, um, I don't know. I've just gotten a lot of really excellent reactions out of that movie. Yeah, that sounds great. Well, that's a lot of head. It's a lot of head. It is, but it's not like moving around a lot on the head. Mm. It's staying in one spot. And that would be, I think that would be fine. Okay. It's still like, Constant, like I don't know, flick, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I think uh, the tongue, sharp tongue, moving back and forth, left and right, over and over and over again. That's a really intense move, especially on the the penis head. Yes, that's definitely an ending move if someone's really aroused. I don't know if there's any point when that would be good for me. Mm -hmm. Okay, not on Dave. (laughs) Not on Dave. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? If someone ever gets to the point that if someone did that to my clit at any point, I'd want to smack them too. Like that's never a good idea for, for my genitals as well. Interesting. You know? Okay. So I mean, I like flat tongue a lot better, but and there's soft around the head tongue motions. The, the fun part, when I say fun, I mean, it's a challenge is when the penis is in your mouth doing a lot with your tongue, but inside the mouth. So a lot of it's just practice. Actually, you want to know a good exercise? Because you know when you, you've eaten like some a lot of food and you have it stuck between your gums and your lips? You know, and you kind of yeah. like run your tongue over your the front of your teeth and gums to get that, sure. that food out? If you do that up over and down the that bottom. Sound. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird sound. Don't do that. that sounds <laughs> Katie doesn't like that sound. But if you run, and it sounds really weird. <laughs> if you do circles 10 times, if you do the circles 10 times in one direction and then 10 times in the on the other, your tongue will be exhausted. That is an excellent way to build tongue strength if you want to start huh. doing a lot more stuff in your mouth. Wait, hold on. No, no, no. You have to do I'm trying to fuck with circles. Katie. Oh. <laughs> okay, circles. <laughs> hey, Katie. <laughs> How's it going, Katie? I can't do this. <laughs> I, I'm really loving your face right now. Um... Do you feel that? Your tongue getting a workout? Yeah. That's yeah, pretty fun. Whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. It's just like it just ran a mile. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes your jaw and mouth get tired. Does that mean it's the end of your blowjob? No. And no, you don't have to force yourself to keep doing it. Have we talked about the blues, har- the blues har- harmonica yet? <laughs> no. Okay. So I realized, because I, I was doing this just out of need. Um, and I realized it kind of looks like you're doing, like playing the blues harmonica. But... 
and hands are very important. Honestly, I think that a blowjob, a great blowjob in a lot of ways is like you did the pepper grinder and then yes. the mouth. It's a vagina with a mouth at the end. Yes. That is a great sensational blowjob. It is. You know, penises, they like to be in things. It likes to be wet, warm, pressure, some nice se- sexy movement. That's all nice. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, I'm saying this as a non-penis owner, so, you know. As as the penis in in the in the room, I am the penis. You are the penis in the room. Uh, so the harmonica is basically where you have one hand on the, the base of the shaft, right? So you're covering, I mean, depending on the size, like you're covering a good portion of. Oh, you have told me about this. Yeah, on Sounds on awesome. the show, I think so. And you cradle the top of the the the. And then you run your mouth up and down the side. Yeah, of the, lots yeah. of wetness is needed for this. Yeah, sure. So you're hitting all the the, the main spots on all the, the notes. Except instead of your mouth covering the top half, you're only covering the uh, bottom front the side quadrant. Of it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I said quadrant. Okay. I people always laugh at me when I start quadrantizing things, but I'm doing it. I haven't done that in years. Anyway. Well. The bottom front quadrant of the penis. Math is cool, man. Uh, I like dividing and conquering. Um, but the the blues harmonica is excellent for, and I always get really good results. Like I've almost made people come a lot with that move. Really? Because I mean, I've I've got a lot of lip, you know, so that the, but like just using even your cheek, like if you're just exhausted and you can't even do anything, just cheek and lip, just like rubbing with lots of wetness, right there it can be great. And you're just, huh? I mean, I feel silly, and luckily they're not. Going, hey, you look like you're playing the harmonica. No one's ever said that, so I feel bad. Well, thank God. You yeah. would be having seriously on-the-nose sexual experiences. <laughs> yeah. be weird. Um, and also, uh, this one I love a lot for if, if someone wants to experiment with giving their partner control and doing the face-fucking that we talked about. Mm-hmm. I call this the porn star flick, as a gay porn star told me about this. And I was like, Yes! But when the penis enters your mouth, if you take the space between your thumb and index finger and because that's that's a nice directional way of using your hands where you can angle a penis in a direction. So if you, with at the base... Cradle it between you, your thumb and forefinger? Right, you're cradling... We're, we need a TV show at some point so we can actually so we show, can people show people this people, stuff. Yeah. But you're cradling the shaft and you're directing it up so that when it enters your mouth, it hits the roof of your mouth. Oh, I see. It's like a ramp. It's like a ramp right. for the penis. You're uh, evil kneveling the penis. Absolutely. Um, and you never no, come down. You still need to make sure that you're covering the teeth because you can definitely grate if you don't cover your teeth doing this. But giving the penis something to hit up against that's not the back of your throat can be very helpful mm-hmm. while still giving them the sense of, yeah, I'm in there all the way. I'm hitting something. Because you know, it yeah. feels nice. But creating that angle up... By angling up, you're creating a space for your tongue to curve up sort of like a, a cobra coming up. And pointy, you can do the back and forth because some people do like it. Mm-hmm. And so you can tell someone, okay, like I'll just be like, okay, fuck my face slowly, but you can totally do it because I'm in control of the angle. So I know it's not going to hit anything where I'm going to gag. So, so you angle it up. They start moving their hips, which is nice. So you don't have to worry about that part. And then you just flick the hell out of the the frenulum area so you're just doing that at the same time yeah so, that sounds great it's very fun yeah. yeah you know i mean it may not be because you're not doing a whole lot of tech uh ex- pressure and sensation on the entire thing it may not be the end game but it definitely spices things up yeah it certainly sounds fun yeah it's fun and that's yeah. what we're about right team fun team fun yeah living life yeah having fun yeah 
doing sex, making cum. <laughs> I, <Wait>. u- <laughs> I, get, I teach so many blowjob workshops. I can only imagine if you came along and were like my co-teacher. <laughs> it would just be so it would interesting. It's so strange. I really do you do you understand how difficult it is for me to not interject a dumb joke every three seconds? It I is... I appreciate you holding back. <laughs> cause, I mean, I, I think we have a good. I think we do too. Yeah, but like when you're, especially when you're teaching and explaining things, I'm like, just oh man, yeah. like, <laughs> do it. And then balls. I mean, just licking balls to cockhead like a big ice cream cone. I think is really fun. Like just extra fun. Like just giving lot lots of long. Languid licks. Yeah, just lick. Um, but f- when you're first starting to sleep with someone, definitely light licks are nice. Oh, also, if you're you're gripping the shaft, taking your pinky and just running it up the seam of the balls, that could be just really nice. Just thinking about that, I I am uh, getting turned on. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm into that. Dave's getting turned on. It can feel really nice. Also, did I say on the podcast, I know I tweeted this out, but it turns out, I learned this from Nina Hartley recently, that the reason that the seam is there at the middle of the balls is because in utero, we all start out as females, um, that we have uh, inner labia, and on men, it starts to fusion together and become the ball sack. And Interesting. allows the ovaries to turn into testes and come down um, huh. out of the body. So that's the labia. Yeah, so wow. that's why there's a seam. It makes total sense. It's like, why is this? Yeah. There's a seam there. Anyway, um, and it's extra sensitive on a lot of guys. So Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, just... And if you notice that someone is freaking out the minute or twitching a little bit and getting away from you the minute you go for the balls maybe not their favorite zone for you to play with sure maybe they need to get a little more comfortable they need to get drunk and then i like pressure behind the balls i mean when i say i like it i like to give that you know it's nice not all the time but i like it too yeah it feels nice a lot of people do a come hither motion as if you're g-spotting but on the perineum if i'm really up in the the cockhead's business and my hands are doing a lot i'll take one hand and just use my knuckles and, and just, just press like in. knead into yeah i won't even i'll just sort of rock like press in with my knuckles and then rock but just it's, tilt your hand back and forth yeah, a little bit exactly yeah. but it's, it's it's really it's just about being creative i mean sex is so much about just being creative and accessing nerve endings and making someone feel good and making yourself feel good sure um any way that it seems like a good idea now what do you think dave I think we covered all of blowjobs. <laughs> I could talk about this for days. It's so difficult. I'm sure we'll talk about blowjobs forever and ever. We oh. will definitely have to have a part two. Oh, deep throating, real quick, just real quick. If you really want to get that cock in, in your in your throat, you can lie on, with your back on the bed, with your head off the bed so that your mouth is open, and then He's guide your- He's standing on the floor? He's standing up, yeah. yeah. Okay. And, he, and you can guide him in. Uh, if you really want to just open up, that can be a good, yeah. but hit your hands on the hips as the giver so that if it is too deep and you, you can't handle it, away. you can push them away. Yeah. yeah. So that's important. All right. I think that feels pretty good. What do you think? I think so too. Awesome. Well, let's, let's go. <laughs> let's, let's go party. <laughs> like what's happening now? Well, uh, you go get a blowjob, and I'll go give someone a blowjob, and then we'll do. And then we'll two. reconvene. Absolutely. Yeah. We we definitely need some sort of like let's actually because I want you to go to. We were talking about you going to Frolicon. Yes, I am going to try to. Oh yeah, that's another thing. <laughs> I am for sure. Um, I'm going to be opening up for Jared Harris at the Laughing Skull Lounge from April April fifth to April eighth for people in Atlanta who want to see some stand up comedy. I'll be there, and then I'm yeah I'm going to try to go to Frolicon during the day one of the days. 
Yeah, yeah I, I totally want you to explore the play parties and whatnot. And oh. I still haven't been to anything like that. Yeah, I need and want to go. Yeah, I will. I, I mean, like the first time and probably ten times I go, I will just be standing at the wall going, this is crazy. That's what you do your first play party. You just, you just soak it in. That's yeah. all you do is soak it in. Baby um, steps. We have a live show at Meltdown Comics at, on April 23rd. I don't know what the topic's going to be. That's, that's exciting. I always have fun trying to figure out. Maybe what it'll is. be blowjobs again. Blowjobs? Oh. That will be, well, that is, the live element would help. I was thinking that. of, of uh, swinging in polyamory. Oh, possibly. wow. That's, yeah. A I'd lot of people that. are interested in open relationships lately. I'm fascinated with it. It's something I've never done. Yeah. Sure. But, um, but you never know. Yeah. There's so many topics to cover. I, I worry about doing the virginity podcast live because I wonder if everyone af- will be afraid that everyone will think they're a virgin that shows up, you know? I would hope not, <laughs> you know, because it's not a bad thing, you know? Uh, I get a lot of emails from virgins who are, are I know really that, weird about it. I know that there's a stigma around it. I remember actually when I started college, there was this guy I met and he just kept telling me all these stories of all these girls he had slept with and mm-hmm. I was just like... He was talking about it in sort of a douchey way, and mm-hmm. I didn't like it. And then, like, um, a couple weeks later, I got back to the dorm, and he was in the front, like, kicking stuff, and he was drunk, and he was angry. And I was like, what's wrong, man? And he just goes, ah, I just turned 18 today, and I'm still a fucking virgin. Oh, I was like, oh, dude, you li- you don't, you're embarrassed about being a virgin? It's fine. I try to explain to him, it's fine. <laughs> He's like, you lost your virginity. I was like, I've had sex twice. And it was super awkward. <laughs> I'm basically still a virgin. Man. <laughs> oh, I love that story. Oh, well, that yeah. makes me feel hmm, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. It's not a big deal. It isn't a big deal at all. Mm-hmm. It takes so long to get comfortable with that stuff. Yeah. It, it is awkward and like, or I've only had sex four or five times and now it's really weird because I'm not a virgin, so I can't claim being a virgin, but it's but still, still really weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, and then it takes you a while to, or at least it took me a while to realize that everybody's different. Yeah. You know, because we have such a stigma about sex in this country that they make it makes it seem like sex is just one thing that you do, and right. it just works one way, and if you don't do it that way, then you're broken somehow. Right. Guess um, what, guys? You're not broken. You're not broken. Hey. You are welcomed. You are accepted. <laughs> we like you. This is true. This is true stuff. We're all friends here. Anyway, uh, have a great one. I will see you next week. Go team fun. Now leaving Nerdist.com.